Hi, I'm Stephen. And hi, I'm Charlotte. And welcome to Mirth and Magic, the RPG podcast. Welcome back, guys. Hello and uh, welcome to episode five of Murph and Magic. Hello, guys. Charlotte, have you got any RPG news? Any any gaming news recently since we last recorded? Not hugely. I've been playing near for the last few days, just because I know you're playing it, and it made me want to play it alongside you. But the only other kind of gaming news is I got that really beautiful JRPG book that arrived a few days ago that I know you got as well. So I've just oh, yeah. been reading that in my spare evenings, and it's delightful. Yeah, I told you about the book, right? Um, you did. <laughs> I, I actually saw it on Twitter. Um, somebody mentioned that they were republishing it after they had done a successful first publishing and ran out of them. I looked at the pictures and I was like, mm, I kind of want it, but I went to bed and I woke up there and okay, I'm going to get it. <laughs> Just get it. <laughs> um, <laughs> and yeah, it, it's it's beautiful. It's got a beautiful front cover. It's got details of, I don't know, like 400, 500 games in there. A lot of which weren't even released in in the West. A lot of detail, a lot of backstory, and it's like history of JRPGs at the front. And they've got this nice sort of pixel art as well on at the start of every chapter, um, which is original, but based on the game they're talking about. And yeah, it's just a, a really beautiful book and I would recommend it. Yeah, it's gorgeous. And there's so many games in there. Like you said, they're quite niche. They're not like really, really mainstream ones. So when I saw that Shadow Hearts was in there, I had like a little like field day. At the best time, it never gets mentioned in things. But they've got Cadelka, they've got all the Shadow Hearts, they've got Grandia, the Star Ocean, like, oh, just just wonderful. They've got all those, which are like, you know, uncommon or rare in themselves. And they've got like really obscure ones, like a 1984 Japanese Amiga game, that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, it's like uh, 600 pages, it's ridiculous. I know. We sound like an advert. I promise you we're not an advert, guys. We just really like the book. <laughs> yes, we are never sponsored. No one wants to sponsor us. <laughs> but if you want to see it, um, you can look at pictures of it on our Twitter page, at Murph and Magic. And there's a link there if you want to get your own copy, although I think we're sold out now. We are not advertising something you can't buy. So sorry, everyone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, I started playing Nia. So I, um, I finished, well quote-unquote finished smd3 um, uh steve did you finish <laughs> smd3 let's go on got, that for a second <laughs> i got to the penultimate boss and decided this isn't for me <laughs> but, if i finished you mean you quit <laughs> yes but i got a lot further than you and uh, <laughs> i almost uh, finished yeah um, but i don't pretend to have finished i openly admit that i rage quit that game way excuse before me, I, said, you. I said i said quote-unquote didn't i that's not what quote-unquote means. <laughs> <laughs> quote-unquote doesn't mean I'm going to lie and you're going to have to accept it. Okay. I haven't finished SMT3, but I gave up on it. Is that better? That's so much better. I feel honesty is important. <laughs> but I got very far in it and I feel like I can make a valid judgment. And yeah, I've uh, switched over to Near Automata, which is the first time I've ever really taken notice of the game. There was a raid on Final Fantasy XIV, which was based on Near Automata, and you could get like clothing uh, based on the characters from that game for your character in, in Final Fantasy XIV. Yeah. And you fought like these big giant machine bosses, but that's all I knew of it really. 
but now I'm actually playing it. It's it's really good. I wasn't sure about the combat system. It took me uh, an hour, maybe two, to sort of really get used to it. But now I think I've got the hang of it, and uh, I'm really enjoying it. Yeah, I think once you get used to kind of evading and things, and the fact that at certain times it can feel a little bit hack and slash, it's really satisfying. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to progressing in that. What else have we done recently? Um, we started playing Words with Friends. I was literally about to mention, like, so we started playing Scrabble. <laughs> yes, that's also very good. I did a really good word today. I had Panda. I noticed that you've made, like, a proper little, like, username and display picture. Mine's just my email address, and it has been for, like, a year, because I'm not going to got, change it. At least you've got a name, though. You also Charlotte when I play you. That's true. You've got some weird thing with a Z in it. I don't know. I did. It was like ZW4KFG67. I was like, okay, no, I'm not a robot. Let me change my name. Yeah, and now you're now you're actually Steve with a little nice picture of a flower. And clearly, I'm just too lazy to change it. The flower, yeah, because I, I put my face in there and it squashed it like a potato. So I was like, okay, just <laughs> it's going to squash it and just put the flower. I don't know why a potato was squashed, but mm. I'm going to need uh, you to put your face back on so that no. I can see it and laugh at it. <laughs> no, only if you do it. But yeah, deal. Happy. <laughs> oh, Animal Crossing! I went back on that for the first time last week in over a year. Oh, because haven't there been updates and things recently on that? I think I saw that on Massive, Twitter. massive updates. There's loads more to do. There's like literally like 5,000 new decorating items. Oh. You can now like go on a boat. You can get a cafe in the uh, in the museum. Your islanders can come visit you in your own house. Yeah, there's all sorts of cool things happening there. So I'm, I might get back into that. Oh, I know, because I've not played that in months. Yeah, go look at it and see what you think. There's also a paid DLC, the first one, which you can pay for. And it's like, it's very similar to a Sims pack called Dream Home Decorator. It's where like you get a client and they say, oh, I want a room with red things in it. And you have to decorate for them and they give you a score at the end. It's like that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Yeah, it's kind of fun. Right. Shall we get into this week's podcast? Yes, let's do it. Okay. So the topic of this week's podcast is, I mean, technically it's, worst and best dress but i think we're going to focus on the words because that's way funnier <laughs> yeah every time i tried to think of best dressed i found i didn't care and then i went <laughs> yeah. straight back to the worst ones yeah it's like oh yeah you know aries seven looks great <laughs> yeah. long pause like what now what <laughs> yeah long pause and you're like god but tedious <laughs> he just leaped into there let's just dive into it let's do our top um whatever worst dressed rpg characters i'm so excited now i'm going to share my screen with you ah i can see it okay so our Mm -hmm. first joint entry because we both agree on this one is lulu from final fantasy 10 oh lulu look at her there (laughs) (laughs) the queen of belts now do you know what i actually like this outfit (laughs) I, i think it's terrible but i still like it Oh, it's so bad. <laughs> I think if you like put your hand like sort of in her middle and look up, she looks great from like <laughs> the body. And then you look down at the legs and it's like, what is that ridiculous? Like, like, let's face it. When you look at her, you're instantly drawn to the bottom half. <laughs> let's, let's face <laughs> yes, it. Indeed. Can you imagine wearing that? Like how heavy must it be? And like how cold? Where did she get? Do they belong to other people? Did she buy the belts? Who made this? No one else in this universe dresses like this. <laughs> and how do you wash it? I don't think she does. I think she just leaves it a little grimy. Yeah. Those buckles having to be and cleaned. It, and it would get grimy as well. That would attract a lot of dirt. 
And it's on the floor. It's it's trails on the floor. Yeah, I was going to say it trails behind her. (laughs) Oh, it's a a grime disaster. Not only does it trail behind her, but it's got a white trim. So even, I mean, it's a black dress mostly, but it's got a white trim. So it'd be super obvious. Yeah. I love whoever designed this was like, hang on, there's a bit of a gap in the belts. I know, fishnets. Put them underneath. (laughs) That's what that gap needs. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, she's got this kind of like peekaboo upper thigh thing going on, hasn't she, with a. yeah. Fancy Pairs. French fishnet garter thing. I can't quite describe it. Pretty much everyone else in this game dresses like little traditional islander fishermen types. And then there's <laughs> this. <laughs> well, to be fair, there are at least three other terribly dressed people in this game, if not more. Oh, and one of them at least will be coming up again. Yes. <laughs> but he's got an excuse. Um, he's not from this world. Okay. But what about Waka? And what about Seymour? <laughs> Okay, Seymour is pretty out there, to, to be fair. Crazy hair. How does he even do that hair every morning? <laughs> just loads of wax. Why isn't Seymour on this list? I've just thought. Anyway. <laughs> what do you like about Lulu's dress, if anything? Or outfit, oh, generally? What do I like about I mean, it's it's unique. Can't, can't argue that one. <laughs> um, it's got this, like, fur trim that's so loose on her body. Like... You could look down it pretty much. How is it staying up? That's not a thing I like. I've just belts. noticed it. Belts. That's how it's staying up. <laughs> oh, yeah, she's got more belts around the arms. <laughs> I just realised that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I know that you said you actually quite like this, but I don't think there's anything I like about this dress. Oh, I mean, it's very, really. <laughs> like it. uh, but I do think I do like the top of it. Like um if you take away the bottom bit and I like the hair with the the braids and the um I don't know what you call those things in like hairpins, I guess. Yeah. Um and her makeup, her her nails and her lipstick um are like mm-hmm. a purple colour, which has got a matching purple necklace, and I quite like that. Um oh, yeah, I like her hair and Lulu's appearance, but the dress specifically, no. Yes, no. Would you like it if it was just a dress? Like if the belts were actually material that fitted the rest of the dress? It would be okay. Still not a very practical battle outfit. But no. I think that hypothetical situation, you can't look past the belts. Like you can't picture it without the belts. It, it's part of it. Like when she first appears in that game and it does that like panning shot in that little CGI bit up her body, which is like belts breast face and it's like okay that's all i need to know really okay i remember when i was younger i when i played this game like several times i was always like looking for her in the cutscene, see how she was walking because like um if you call her into a battle like if she's not there when you first start the battle and you call her in she does mm. she definitely like floats in and her dresses get along the, along the floor yeah um but there's a cutscene where they I don't remember the exact situation, but they're in the airship and they're coming down to earth and they're all like surfing on these chains. Do you remember that one? Oh yeah. And they have to, they just don't include her because it's impossible. Oh, they do. If you look very closely, Kamari's holding her. Really? Yes. Hang on. I I don't believe, right. Hang on. He's like got her in his arms. (laughs) Uh, I always just assumed they just didn't include her. Oh, God, I'm trying nope. to think about what I can now, like, Google type. It's come up airship chains. <laughs> That's not going to make this work. Oh, airship scene. Oh, okay, here we go. Right, I'm literally looking for her. Hang on. Don't believe you. Look for Kamari. Right, here we go. I'm at it. Oh, there's T just looking great as always. 
It's Tiger. He is carrying her. Oh my god! <laughs> you never noticed that. That I always assume they just left her out. Okay, my my <laughs> life has just been changed. I actually think that's really funny because they obviously recognise the impracticality of Lulu surfing down this chain with that gigantic heavy belt dress. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> why not just design a different outfit, guys? <laughs> <laughs> does she wear the same outfit in, F- in FFX too? She does. And the best bit of that is she's meant to be heavily pregnant. Oh, yeah. The character <laughs> model is the same. <laughs> they didn't even change it. Does she ever wear anything different? She never does, does she? No, I think they'd like, no, this outfit's too good to have her change into anything else. See <laughs> where she is. I do actually like the character, though. Like, she's one of my favourites, especially when she kicks off towards the end, when she's always so calm and composed and, like, you know, sensible and kind of a bit cold, but in a likeable way, <laughs> if that makes sense. But mm. there's one point when you're fighting, you know, Lesker, I think. and. Yeah. She makes a comment about the religion and Lulu just absolutely kicks off. She's like, no, no, how dare you? It's like, whoa, Lulu, I haven't seen you so animated this whole this whole game. That's true. My favourite out-of-place Lulu scene is there's a bit in FF10 where, like, you know, you can, like, form closer female bonds with either Lulu or Riku and they appear in certain scenes over the other one. I didn't there's- know that, actually, but okay. Well, there's, there's one where right near the end of the game, if you have a close bond with Lulu, she says something to Tidus and it's so weirdly out of place. And it's something along the lines of like, you and me to the end. And I was like, this is awkward because <laughs> what are you talking about? So uh, who's your next character? So my next character is going to be Squall from Final Fantasy VIII. And I don't mean like Decidia Squall or Kingdom Hearts Squall. I mean, original belted fur jacket squall that is that's the guy i'm including who kind of like you and lulu looks terrible but i also kind of love it at the same time yeah i like it and actually now i'm noticing similarities to lulu in his outfit (laughs) (laughs) that's literally what i was just thinking i was like oh god this looks familiar just less clean the fur trim yeah and the black yeah (laughs) i wouldn't pass there being fishnets underneath that as well i wouldn't put it past him (laughs) so go on explain what you uh like and don't like about it then so I remember when I first played Final Fantasy VIII, I remember thinking that Squall was the coolest looking person to ever exist. To the point that when I was about, I must have been about eight, really wishing that I'd get into some kind of accident and had a facial scar. Because I was like, my God, look how cool he looks. I could really pull this off. And then about two years later, I fell over and hit my head on a rock and got a scar quite small through my eyebrow and wept for about a week. So clearly that wasn't an aspiration that I should have had. But he does face it, he dresses pretty much completely in like black leather. He has these weird belts that when he walks around in cutscenes, they like stick out from his body. They don't sit flat against him. They're like weirdly 3D. And he's got this massive, massive fur collar that doesn't fit in with anything else. And his jacket isn't a full length one. It's like a crop top leather jacket that goes up to like nipple height. <laughs> and then he's got more belts around his thigh. He's got like six in total. He and really is Lulu. Very high-waisted trousers. I've only just realised that. Oh, very high-waisted. Very. But again, Squall is about 70% leg. So <laughs> It's funny you said about the scar. Like, you know, if, if you'd have got like a bigger scar and you, you could have told people that you're a Harry Potter fan as well, very situational. Yeah, gone from uh, read, read the room and say, oh, it's a Squall's scar or it's Harry Potter's scar. 
Instead, I just have a slightly wonky eyebrow. You can't really turn it into a cool story. You just look a bit weird. <laughs> Same. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i actually aghast at how much he looks like Lulu. <laughs> compared. I never noticed that before. But yeah, uh, he's got the... I mean, I never really thought he was a bad outfit, but now that I'm looking at it, I kind of see your point. Um, <laughs> his trousers are tapered at the ankle as well in some pictures. Yeah, I think in his original kind of character design, they were like his trousers like sucked in at the ankle that he had like chain boots on underneath. I was just, Mm. he just looks so good. Like that classic outfit that all teenagers wear, basically. (laughs) Crop top leather jacket, six belts, ankle cinch, black leather trousers and chain boots. I always used to wear that down to like Claire's accessories when I was. And he he clearly used his hair straighteners too. I must admit, the one thing I always thought did always look really good with Squall was his original hair. In all of his cutscenes, <laughs> it just used to look great. I will hear no it's other just... bad words said about Squall's hair. <laughs> it's just so pointy and straight. There's no curls whatsoever in it. Well, in the original one, like in his cutscenes, it wasn't like that. It was all like big and floppy. Mm-hmm. Oh, he looked great. Look how, he looked like a boy band member. Um, and obviously, like FF8 Squall led to that amazing "You're the best looking guy here" meme, which is always a joy. So, <laughs> oh yeah, I was looking at these pictures you've got up, like it looks different in all of them. There's not, there's not really a consensus. Yeah, I think you problem is you type in like Squall and you get a load of the Decidia ones up as well, which obviously yeah, is original, like original Squall with his yeah. proper floppy hair. Oh, beautiful. That is a very red wound he's got on his face there. I suppose he hadn't healed by then, or at least scarred over. To be fair, I think this only happened like a day before this. Oh, did it? Because he gets he gets cut by um, Cypher, and like the next day he becomes a seed, basically. And then this is mm-hmm. like the inauguration ball. So I'll let him off. By the end of the game, though, yeah, that should be all white and scarred looking. They could make this outfit a bit better by bringing the coat down so it's like waist length and bringing the trousers down too so they're like also at his waist and he'd look a bit like a biker he would but for some reason someone saw him and was like no crop top leather jacket (laughs) that's what he needs and the weird belts that stick out and i never really understood his weapon either because it makes the gun blade And you can use it in Final Fantasy XIV. You can become, um, oh, I can't remember the name of the class now, but they use gun blades and they still don't make any sense. Like, no, we don't. Like, do you do you cut someone and shoot them at the same time or does the bullet somehow make the blade stronger? I do. Like, I get it if, like, the blade flopped down and you could turn it into a gun, but it doesn't do that. It stays in on the hilt, so... Yeah, just... there's, no, there's no barrel for this gun. There's nowhere the... <laughs> Bullets can come out. And, it, and like Irvine's gun uses bullets in his limit break. Squall's doesn't. Does it actually shoot anything? I don't know. It makes no sense. Yeah. In Renzakuken. I love Renzakuken. <laughs> I'm like the um, master of Renzakuken. It's one of my main life skills. That's an impressive skill to have. I have to be good at something. <laughs> it's mainly that. If there's um, a Guinness Book World Record of most years not missing a Renzakuken, I would be up there in that list. You definitely missed one in the past. You play Final Fantasy every single day, so you've definitely missed a Renzakuken in the past year. Oh, I haven't. That's the thing. This is why I deserve some kind of medal, because it's it's <laughs> miraculous, but I haven't. We'll arrange a medal for you. Thank you. If we ever no, saw merch, actually, you, drew we should... a, you drew me a medal the other day on, I think it looked like MS Paint, and it looked shit. I'd like a better one than that, please. No, I didn't draw that. That's a classic, uh, an attempt was made medal. 
it looked bad. I want a better one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, so there are other terrible dress characters in Final Fantasy VIII as well, uh, but also some of my favourites. When I was younger, I really liked Selfie. I thought she was great. I thought she was the bee's knees and the cat's pyjamas and all this stuff. They were good phrases. Yeah. And then Renora as well. I mean, she does wear a floor-length cardigan, but I actually kind of like it. Oh, I love Renora's outfit. I don't know what it is, but I think it looks great. The, the impracticality of the floor-length duster with a skirt over the top of shorts that make her thighs <laughs> about four feet long when you actually think about it. But I think she looks great. She gets a lot of hate for her outfit, and I think she looks great. Oh, no, I think she looks great too. But by far, the best outfit in that game for me is Adia. She's fantastic. Oh, yeah, really good. Like, she she deserved to be in that game more than she is, just so you could see her more often. Yeah, I loved her story, like, going from, like, you know, the main bad guy in the first disc to joining your party later on as well. Yeah, I remember because she goes to the orphanage after she becomes a good guy, and I remember running up to her. And like, she's there being like, I've got my sad story to tell you. And me being like, play cards, play cards. And her being like, really, really? And I'm like, yeah, I know you've got your card. <laughs> does she have the idea card? She does. She has her own card. How does she? <laughs> but I just remember like running up and everyone being like, oh, I must tell you my sad, awful story. And I'm like, yeah, but after a quick game, come on. <laughs> Triple try must come first. It must. And then poor Triple Sid tried his life. with his cipher card. I'm like, you're next. Coming for you too. <laughs> I love Triple Triad, apart from when it goes, when the rules get funny, I stop playing. You know, when you get like random cards and stuff and you get a shit selection. Oh, yeah, that is pain. <laughs> uh, shall we move on to the next one? Yes, let's do it. I want to do Chiaki. <laughs> oh, she is a good one, to be fair. Oh, by the way, spoilers. You haven't got this far, but uh, there is a spoiler in this image. I'm sorry to say, Ooh. but you're not going to play okay. anymore, so. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay, so my choice, my next choice is Chiaki from Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. She is an awful character to start off with. I mean, I'm just going to tell you because you haven't played it, but you're not going to play it anymore either, so I'm just going to tell you, okay? Uh-huh. She starts off uh, innocuous, I guess, and then she wants to develop her own reason in the game. And her reason is based on survival of the fittest. And she thinks that um, people who are, in, who are in the elite should be served by those who are not so elite. And people who have no function should be destroyed. So she goes after all the mannequins and kills them all. No! Yes. I love the mannequins! Well, she, she kills a lot of them and she kills a leader. Um, some of them still survive, but yeah, she's, she's not into mannequins. Oh, this denim bitch. I liked the mannequins. <laughs> the only thing so, in the game I liked. Oh. <laughs> They're great, aren't they? Yeah. Um, oh, now I'm sad. They don't get their own reason because of her, because she kills a leader before he can get his own reason. Oh, I thought you said there was an ending where the mannequins were just happy and live their lives. Mm. You lied to me, Steve. Mm. I mean, there is. But you sound very upset. You'll have I to am. play it. And... <laughs> Let's just talk about Chiaki's outfit. That's why we're here. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm now full of rage, but yeah, let's talk about her. Chiaki is very much a product of the very early 2000s because she is in head-to-toe denim. She has a denim dress. She has uh, a denim, well, a leather belt with a denim pouch on it. And she has um, leather jutes, which is... <laughs> Boots that are made of jeans. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but they're not even one thing. There's like boots and then calf denim overlay. They're not even like one shoe. 
with the prize tag still sticking out the top. Yeah, it's really bad. And um, later on in the game, she develops her own reason, as we said, and she fuses with a demon and she gets this kind of spiky head thing going on with one missing arm. And I don't even have to describe that. Like a big wavy thing to replace it. It looks Um, almost like Sephiroth's one wing thing. Yeah, it does. It's bizarre. And that squall's hair if you cut it shorter. Yeah, it is. They've they've taken a really <laughs> weird mix of things and combined it with denim, and it has not paid off. Yeah, and she still keeps the same outfit. Like she's a demon, <laughs> but she's a denim wearing demon. Such a cool That's name, because that was the most demonic thing about her was her bad fashion <laughs> sense, so she kept it. Yeah, she is terribly dressed, and to be honest, m- most of the characters in this game are pretty terribly dressed. I mean, we've also got. Oh, what's your friend called? I don't remember his name anymore. I always just call him Hat Man. <laughs> well, yeah, you've got Hat Man who wears kind of a, a waistcoat with a sort of a newspaper boy hat and <laughs> jeans. And then later on, he gets his own reason. And for some reason, he loses his shirt and his body becomes sort of infused with the faces of other demons. But he still keeps his hat on. It's so <laughs> Once odd. again, because it was the most <laughs> evil thing about him. So it stayed. <laughs> Buddy Hat. But I remember when you f- I first started playing SMT and like you meet those two characters, I was like, we are in for a whirlwind. This is going to be one treat after another if this is what this <laughs> game is going to be. And they disappeared. You barely see them. It's devastating. Yeah, that's, I mean, we'll talk about that when we get to the SMT episode next. But um, yeah, that's one of the big problems that I have with this game. I wish there was more story, but we'll save that for the next episode. Yeah. That she- belt she wears, that like white leather thing, that is the most 2000s thing I've ever seen. I remember I had one of those and it was awful. Did you? Did it have like individual leather leather bits on it like that or was it just white leather like all around? Yeah, it was individual ones, but mine was the really classic 2000 ones where it was like white leather circles joined together to make a belt. And I'm fairly oh. sure any woman who was alive in 2003 will know what I'm talking about, but I had one of those. <laughs> Did you put that on and you, you dream that moose and uh <laughs> Yeah, I'd put that on, I'd put my Maybelline on and I'd put <laughs> on my bad like jeggings and then I'd go out. Did you have a juice as well? I, I did not go that far. Juice <laughs> was slightly more than I would bring myself to do. I don't think they they even exist, do they? I'm gonna Google jutes. I don't think so. And I'm again, it's not even jutes, it's it's denim shoes with denim calf covers combined into one thing and i think i'd rather be on fire than wear them oh my gosh charlotte jutes exist and they're even worse than i thought they possibly could be oh, oh hang on i need to look i never thought i'd google the word jutes but wait how have you spelt jutes j-o-o-t-s oh, that's not how i spell oh my it. god there's even a chiaki one her jert her jop and her jutes oh no <laughs> i'm gonna put that in the i'm gonna put that in the um image thing oh no i'm looking at it now it just says everything is blue yeah that one <laughs> <laughs> a jerk a jop and a jutes yeah I hate a jerk. so much <laughs> oh. i've only realized there's a button on the um on the top of the on the top of the top like the like a, a denim jeans button yeah. well it's also got belt loops as well if you scroll back down to where you were a second ago look there's belt loops and oh, like yeah. It's literally like the top of some jeans styled into a dress. Maybe she made this herself. I just realised, actually, she does lose this top part of her outfit when she becomes a demon. 
Does that mean she's wearing a denim dress with a crop top denim jacket over yes. the top of it? Oh, Christ, yes. it's got even worse. Or a crop job, as they call it. Crop job. <laughs> crop job. <laughs> oh, no. And uh, here you can see her accessories. Now, you know, her rings, they're fine. That's the only thing that's fine about her. <laughs> yeah, that her really rings. is. Although this outfit does look better when she, she doesn't have that weird crop top. It looks marginally better. It does look marginally, I think, is the word that's optimum here. Because she still looks pretty terrible. Yeah, and it is literally a pair of jeans. Oh, Chiaki. Such a terrible it's character. And so uh, the worst part about it is there's an ending where you can restore the world and she's just back to normal. And I don't think she knows that what she's done. And you're like, oh, hey, Chiaki. Like... Bitch, I know that you just went and killed all the mannequins. I know what you're like now. We can't be friends anymore. No. I mean, you shouldn't have been friends if you're wearing that anyway. But (laughs) So um, what do you like about Chiaki's job, Joe and Jutes? Nothing. (laughs) What about the hair? No. What about the hair? To be fair, the hair is is fine. It's bland, but it's fine. That's why she has some kind of like denim headband. We can make that happen. Please, please Photoshop a denim headband onto her. <laughs> okay, it's your turn now. Who's your next character? So my next character is going to be Kuja out of Final Fantasy IX, who I will now just pop up on the screen. There he is in all of his glory. The main character in Final Fantasy IX wears a full head-to-toe jumpsuit. You can't see an inch of skin on her. Then Kuja comes swanning in, looking like Shakira. And just steals the show. <laughs> that is a fucking awful outfit. I mean, what? So I don't get it. There's like giant shoulders and like nothing on the waist. Some spiky pads. Yeah, the full outfit as well for like knees down is like proper armoured pointed boots. And yet above that, completely bare thighs, kind of tiny, I don't even know what you'd call that, bikini bottoms. I literally don't know what that is. A robe. And then a crop top. It's literally underwear with some kind of belt around it without a front. Yeah, it, it's shocking. <laughs> like the first time, I know that you haven't really played loads of Final Fantasy Nine, but have you got to the bit where he appears? I don't remember. Although I'm thinking I should play it because I keep hearing it's one of the best ones. It is, it's great. But when he first appears, you're in like this city called Bermisia and it's pouring down with rain and you don't fight him at that point. But after your team's beaten by someone else, there's this CGI cutscene where you see these like toad boots walk in and you're like, oh, this looks kind of menacing. And then the camera pans up <laughs> to just this view of just this crop top man, half naked, staring down at you in the rain. And I'm like, this is, I don't know whether to be scared or aroused, very confused. What's happening? And then he does this like hair flick in the rain and just walks off. Is best. that a giant feather in his hair or just a sticky out bit? Okay. It is, yes. Yeah. It just adds to it. <laughs> just it a little flare. Oh, it's yeah. moving. It is. I'm hoping he does the hair flick. There it is. <laughs> that just walks off. <laughs> so dramatic. This could be a RuPaul's Drag Race runway. Like someone walking down the runway, going to the bottom, and then turning back and going out. Oh, if it would, with that pan out view when you just see his full outfit before he turns around, oh, they would win RuPaul's Drag Race in an instant. I am convinced there must be a drag queen out there that's done this outfit. I bet if you Googled it, there would be an out- a drag queen outfit. Oh, positive. If it hasn't been, they've really missed a trick. This <laughs> is just fabulous. 
So he's like the main bad guy then, is he, in Final Fantasy IX? I haven't played much of it, but I've played enough of it to know the characters, the, the main characters. And I, I do remember that there were some other terribly dressed characters in that game too, like Aiko. She's terribly dressed. Oh, yeah, Aiko. It's actually, most of them look pretty and dreadful. You look at them Zidane as well is awful. <laughs> Another like, almost like Chiaki-like outfit with his, his denim jaced coat. Yeah, and then he's got bare arms just with like weird little like cloth frilled cuffs around just his wrists. It's <laughs> great. And then um, Dagger wears, like I said, like the full head to toe bright orange jumpsuit. It's just dreadful. <laughs> and I do like Vivi's design is iconic, right? The, the Black Mage look, it's great. Oh, yeah. Um, I think Vivi's probably the best looking one in there. What about Queen? By a long way. Oh, I was just pretend Quinna doesn't exist. <laughs> so couldn't even like have a storyline? Does she, does she, uh, is she part of the story or is she like a total side character? There's a beginning bit of FF9 where you can optionally have him slash her, but later on in the story, you have to have them. But they, they refer to Quinna as he slash she in the game, so I don't think it ever really specifies a gender. But Quinna doesn't really have a storyline massively other than eating frogs and then eating more frogs. And then getting a nice fork. I think that's pretty much the extent of the storyline for Quinna. Hmm. Okay. I'll bear that in mind. So this outfit is fucking hideous. Thank you for sharing this. Um, <laughs> You're <welcome>. I, <laughs> I kind of like the hair. If, if you put a gun to my head. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm a big fan of a flared sleeve. I'll be honest. I, I do like that. But that's really yeah. the only uh, <laughs> nice things about it. I just don't understand who designed this and thought this is a villain we should have. Like, what's that going to protect him from? Damage wise, he's so exposed. All right, let's move on to the next one. So, my next character is Sid from Final Fantasy VI, or as everyone calls him, Banana Sid, for very obvious <laughs> reasons. Can you see him? <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him before. <laughs> that is amazing. Uh, Sid is like, you know, he's always. I mean, he's in every Final Fantasy game, right? A different character called Sid, and he's always some kind of engineer or airship kind of guy. And he's responsible for the world being as it currently is in the game, which is like very um, uh, steampunky. And they have they have magic, but magic is usually made, sorry, usually created by machines or by people who've been infused with machines. Mm. Um, or spirits, or gods, or whatever. So he's got an important role in the game. I just don't know why they gave him this outfit. Like, <laughs> it's awful. Like, right, okay, he's got the gigantic banana coat. He's got a ridiculously pointy hood with, like, a big logo above his head for some reason. And then, as if that wasn't bad enough, underneath all that, there's a black and white clown outfit with a red belt. There's a tea bag in his left hand. And um, he's got, like, black white and red stripy shoes it looks absolutely ridiculous i love it i think it looks amazing <laughs> and do you know what uh sid is actually an integral part to one of the most emotional hard-hitting scenes in the whole game and he's still wearing his outfit i was gonna say i can't picture any emotional hard-hitting scenes with anyone wearing this and being able to take it seriously oh believe me there is a very it's a very very horrible one but he's He's lying down on the bed wearing a banana outfit. And if you just look at, if you just take a step back and think this tragedy is happening and he's wearing a banana outfit, it's ridiculous. 
Although I do actually like the art style in this game. Um, I think from Final Fantasy VII onwards, they had someone different doing the artwork. And I like this kind of like retro-y looking art. I think it's really cool. It's what they've kind of kept for like the album artwork of Final Fantasy, isn't it? It's this kind of art style. Yeah, yeah. I really like it. Even though his hand is a bit weird looking in this one. Yeah, ooh, yeah I just noticed that. <laughs> I don't think they ever really explain exactly what this outfit purpose is because it doesn't have one i just don't know why he would choose to wear this he's a very serious nice engineer wearing a pointy banana skin maybe he had that thing happen when you go into a shop and like the people who work there really over enthusiastic and tell you you look good in things and then you end up buying (laughs) it that's the only thing i can think of and he's bored and you can see a look on his face like oh this was a mistake shadow shop lied to me he goes to the shop and he's like, um, yeah, give me a best outfit. I don't know anything about clothes. And they want to get rid of some stuff they had uh, in the back for 10 years. These these black and white clown pyjamas and this banana overcoat are fabulous. <laughs> Is this what the kids are wearing these days? I'll go with it. <laughs> and uh, to be honest, his, his ginger moustache just really chef's kiss, seals the deal. Oh, it does. The whole look is, is it's very strong. It takes a bold, <laughs> comfortable man to pull it off, I'd say. And I'm not quite sure what that is in his uh, left hand, but I don't think it's a tea bag. Oh, oh, the one in the right hand. Oh, I like Or really, really <laughs> tiny handbag that he puts his key in. Singular key. <laughs> a singular key and maybe like a pound. That's probably about all he could carry in there. There is a giant pocket over here, look. That's where he keeps his other keys. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> his favourite <laughs> key he puts in his tiny bag. The rest go in his pocket. <laughs> all right next one so for the next one i'm gonna move away from final fantasy a little bit and i'm going to talk about justin from grandia please do here he is justin Lord. in all his glory i just opened that and i saw that one to the to the left there terrifying oh what this one with yeah glory <laughs> yeah I, I, I kind of i might just cover that up with my hand <laughs> terrible yes talk us through justin's outfit so when you start playing Grandia, you, you don't really see his full look because of the little pixelated sprites, you can't really see exactly what he's wearing. And on the portrait images, what you can see is his face, this weird billowy blue hat and some goggles and weird ear muffs. And I'm like, mm, well, the top half of his body doesn't look good. Hope the rest doesn't look completely fucking bizarre. And then you finally see pictures of him or screenshots. And he's wearing this, like, it's like a little jumpsuit because it's not a separate top and shorts. But he's wearing like a blue shorted jumpsuit with black short underlay, brown boots with metal calf coverings. And then his bloody hat with goggles. And he looks awful. <laughs> yeah, I just realised that those like black shorts underneath his his jumpsuit are connected to the sleeves. I think it's like a, a body warmer underneath that. I think he's wearing a jumpsuit <laughs> underneath the jumpsuit. Yeah. Make it even better. <laughs> um, I, I realize as well that his proportions are way off. He has a massive head, a tiny body, and giant legs. Yeah, he just he's a terrible design. And then there's like <laughs> long flowing ginger locks underneath all of it. I will hear no words against those locks. Those are amazing. <laughs> Me and you criticizing ginger people doesn't really work, <laughs> does it? Does he take his hair off later on and his hair's really long and flowy? Yeah, I think he, it does come off at certain points when he quickly rectifies that and puts it back on. 
yeah, this outfit is fucking hideous again. Like, it, but it's kind of cutesy though. Like, and it's charming in a way. Um, yeah, like I would not wear this. And I would judge no. anyone I know who wore this. But in this game, because the whole thing is kind of just adorable, I'm like, ah, you can just about get away with this. It works in the game. I think as we're doing now, looking at looking at it like outside without context, it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, I actually like the the pilot hat kind of. Well, it's more like a newspaper boy hat with some pilot goggles on, isn't it, or something? I yeah, can't quite it's hard. Make it it's out. hard to really explain why he's combined those goggles with that hat and those earpieces, <laughs> but he's decided to. And it's like he's wearing his dad's shirt underneath it, his dad's business shirt for the office. Like, <laughs> pinstripe shirt. Yeah, it is. And, like, the odd thing is that you get games like this where people, like, they start off looking kind of, I want to say normal. He doesn't look normal. But, like, <laughs> civilian clothes, and they have a bit of a kind of glow up in the middle where, like, maybe they get some armour, they start to look a bit cooler. No, no, Justin sticks with this from start to finish. At no point does it change. Yeah, he, he you start the game playing like hide and seek in Palm, and then the game killing God, and you're still yeah. wearing the same outfit for playing the children's game and killing God. Exactly, like you meet Gadwin, who is a knight in full head to toe armor, and you couldn't be like Gadwin. Where did you buy that armor? Maybe I should invest in some. No, stick with the blue jumpsuit on top of the black jumpsuit and the goggles. I mean, to be fair, I don't think you'd be taking fashion advice on Gadwin. The man wears purple and purple and gold together. I will hear no bad words said about Gadwin. <laughs> he is a stellar man. His bright I mean, yellow and great purple armor looks good. <laughs> He's a fantastic character, but come on, that's not a good look. I mean, I've now had two cars named after Gadwin, so <laughs> clearly I admire him. No, you should be asking Sue where she got that amazing dress from. It's incredible. It's stunning. It's couture. Nothing about Sue is couture. <laughs> Ofina. You know, I almost included... Um, I almost included someone else from this game on my list. Oh, but, uh, Guido. But oh, actually, the I, yeah, it wasn't, uh, you know, there are much worse than Guido. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but there are. Even Fina's bad. Yeah, well, Fina's basically just wearing like underwear and some boots, isn't she? Well, she's wearing like a bikini and then she's wearing like weird torn stockings because they're not boots. They're like, leg- they're like leggings with loads of holes in them that mm-hmm. she wears for some reason. It's odd. I love Fina. She's one of my favourite characters in the game, though. She's fantastic. She's really yeah. nice. I really like Fina, too. I don't just like any other characters in that game, to be honest. Even the enemies, I like some of those. So like Nanasaki and Mia were great. Yeah. I, I think all of Grandia are, like, adorable to play. Mm-hmm. It's just very endearing. Definitely. And um, I haven't played Grandia 2, but I was reading that JRPG book last night, and I was reading the Grandia 2 page, and it said that Tell me if this is like if you disagree with this, but they mm. said that um, they think they've improved the battle and leveling up system a little bit, but the charm of the original game is a bit lost. Oh yeah, I'd mostly agree with that. The battle system, I'd say, is a bit better. The story isn't quite as kind of childlike as Grandia One, so it loses mm. its charm a bit. But it's still a good story, and the yeah, characters so it was a, still a darker story or something. Like, it is a bit darker, yeah but it, mm. it is still good and it's still got that like aesthetic of Grandia 1. Mm-hmm. Got it for the Switch, so I'll, I'll get around to it. We'll do an episode on it one day, I'm sure. Yeah, that'd be good. All right, let's move on to the next character. Yes. I'm going to do Snow from FF13. <laughs> now, I'm kind of torn about Snow because brr, I kind of like him, even though he's a bit of an idiot. 
but that is a fucking awful outfit. Right. Let's just, <laughs> let me break it down for you. Okay. He's got a scarf hanging from his waist for no reason whatsoever. Mm-hmm. He's got, I mean, his boots are okay, I suppose. He's got this gigantic baggy pants. He's got this uh, detective from a, a noir film trench coat. He's got this sort of zip top that's zipped down to underneath his pecs and there's nothing underneath it. There are fringes on the edge of his sleeves and he top it off is wearing leather gloves and a leather bandana. I love the leather bandana. That was great. I do not. That is the worst part about it. <laughs> <laughs> there are points in the game where small he... head. Yeah, there are points in the game where he takes it off and he looks like the lead singer of Silverchair. Do you know that band? No. It, it looks a bit like the lead singer of Silverchair, which is like an I think it's an Australian like nineties grunge band. Yeah, this outfit is. I don't. I just don't get it. Like. Especially the scarf. Like, what is that about? Why does he have a scarf hanging from his belt? Yeah, it seems like someone tried to design a guy and be like, let's just make it a little bit quirky. And the quirk has not worked. It's like, yeah, let's let's make Snow like, you know, a handsome, kind of likable character and just put a tartan scarf on his waist. Yeah, just make him look a bit edgy. Yeah. Without yeah. bothering to actually design an interesting outfit. FF13 is pretty right for bad outfits, I think. I think that's fair to say. Uh, oh, no, yeah. actually, I take that back. FF12 is much worse. There are some bad outfits in FF13. People don't like Vanille's outfit, but I actually like that outfit. That's actually one of the few that I do like, actually. Yeah, it's kind of a corally orange kind of crop top thing with boots and shorts or something, right? I quite like it. Yeah, I quite like it as well. I, I think it's more interesting than Lightning's. I think Lightning's is quite boring. Oh, it's very boring. In fact, she's like the female version of Snow. Yeah. She's got she's got a bit of a ball grey in it and a bit of, there's a bit of pink in it too, isn't there? And there's a bit more pastel colours, but it's okay. still a very boring outfit. Matches their personality. Yeah. She's one of the least likable Final Fantasy char- lead characters I can think of. Oh, definitely. I'd never played any of the sequels. Have you? We played like Lightning Returns or anything. I played a bit of Lightning Returns and I couldn't I just couldn't get into it. Do you not play as a sister or something in the second game? Sarah? Is it I Sarah? Think he, uh, you play as her in, I think it's Final Fantasy 13. Final Fantasy 13 too? Well, yeah, you do play as a sister. I can't remember the name of the game, but I didn't play that one because right. I was very uninvested by that point. Well, I know you're not a big fan of 13, but I actually quite like the story. And um, I know it's very linear. Like you just feel like you're running through a corridor all the time until you get to the, spoiler, until you get to the world outside. What I like about the story is that Yes, there's a thousand things with the same name, like Lussy and Vassy and Cassie and Passy, and you know, it just yeah. it's crazy. But there's a there's like a compendium that you can read in your own time, which explains everything and it explains the history and the current goings on of the story. And actually, I find that really good because it helped me understand it a lot better. Um, reading up in game about what was going on. Yeah, um, I've always had an issue with things like games where you need to have extra material in order to understand it properly. I've mm. always, the same with 15, I've always resented that. Yeah, I, I didn't mind it, actually. Um, I think I was kind of forced to do it because when he started talking about Lassie and Lafay, I don't know what the words are anymore, just they all sound really similar. So it's like, what the hell is going on? So I had to read it to find out what the differences were. And there was a point, I've forgotten it all now, but there was a point when I, I was like, I knew everything about this game. I couldn't tell you a single thing about it anymore. 
Yeah, and I always use what people consider to be the worst characters. Like I, I always use Vanille, and I always use Fang. And oh, I'm skipping ahead, but I'm going to say it anyway. One of my best dress characters, my favorite characters, is Saz from this game. I think he's great. Do you remember Saz? Um, no, not really. Let me get a picture of Saz for you. I've still got the jutes up. Hang on. <laughs> Keep them up. Oh, that guy. Yeah, yeah. I like to talk I love, I love Saz. I think he's got a great design. And <laughs> yeah, his thing with his son and the, the Chocobo. Oh, I love it. And his relationship with Vanille as well is really cute. Yeah, I do remember liking him. I forgot his name. Let's move on to your next character. So the next character I'm going to talk about is going to be going back to Final Fantasy. Because it seems to be a bit of a theme that Final Fantasy designs bad characters. Seems mm. to be a bit of a thing. Some of the best, too. The best and the worst. That's true. But this one, this is not one of the best because it's Tidus from Final Fantasy X, who is a disaster. The reason I didn't include him in my list is because I knew you'd have him. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have. Yes, he's so awful. Bad. Talk us through so, it. I'm going to go on a more systematic approach to Tidus. I'm going to go head to toe because there's a lot to talk okay. about. So hair, face, fine. They're okay. Then the issues start. So he's wearing a very, very cropped little jacket that goes to pretty much exact nipple level. On one side, it's just a normal, a normal jacket. On the other side, he's got like a full metal arm from elbow to fingers, <laughs> which I can't imagine that serves much purpose playing Blitzball, especially as on his non-dominant arm. And then like a strange plasticky rubber red bendy bit over the elbow and guessing so he could move his arm that all of that looks dreadful then bare exposed extremely tanned chest underneath that with a very very thick bling chain that he wears that hovers around nipple level <laughs> then over the top of that we've got what i can only describe as like a black leather tunic type thing that ties in the middle with a belt then wraps over his shoulders with two belts, but leaves his chest exposed because his tunic only comes up to his ribs. And then a big chain that hangs down from it to groin level. And then lots of little like crucifix style fixings that hover all over the front. And then below that, you've got black leather asymmetrical zip up shorts, which are unzipped on one side to be way too short and then zipped on the other side to hover up is awkward just below knee level and on that it's got like a weird studded pattern on the back of it which looks terrible and then mid calf level socks with bright yellow boots and he looks like this weird bdsm yoga instructor volleyball player who's had half his clothes cut off and i hate it one out of ten that is the best description I've ever heard of Titus's outfit. Oh, I could go on. That was my <laughs> that was my abbreviated version. <laughs> wow. Yes, this is a fucking mess of an outfit. Um, although I will say, if those boots were real, I'd probably buy them. Never, never say that about anything in Titus's outfit that you. I like the boots. I li- I'm sorry. I like the boots. <laughs> Ugh, I mean, it's one of the better bits. I'll give you that. Are you saying you um, don't want to buy his leather chestless tunic? 
No, because it looks like it looks like fetish wear, <laughs> but really but ill-fitting bad. fetish wear. Yeah, it looks like fetish gear, but bad and fits terribly. <laughs> it's <laughs> all loose and baggy. God, it's not. There's nothing re- apart from the the boots. There's nothing redeeming about this outfit. Like I don't. I've never understood why one leg is longer than the other. What purpose does that serve? None. And you can see where it like zips. So he has the option of taking off that lower bit on the other side if he wanted to. I wonder if that that look more ridiculous or less. Oh, it probably equally just in different ways. Because <laughs> then he'd have just little short shorts. He just ran around in. <laughs> Yeah, and that horrible, like, crop top thing. I I don't get that either. Like, it doesn't serve any purpose. Yeah, and I think he's got a hood as well, hasn't it, on the back of that? He does, yeah, a white hood. Does he he put it up? I don't think he does. I don't think so, because you don't want him to get rained on, obviously. The fact that all of his exposed skin would get damp, that doesn't matter, but you don't want his fabulous hair to get wet. And you said that his hair and face look great. I disagree completely. That, That feathered, fluffy... Meg Ryan hair he's not doing it for me <laughs> oh I always used to quite like his hair when I was a kid I used to think it looked quite cool looking at I mean, it now I'm less convinced I mean he's another he's another character that clearly has some portable hair straighteners in his bag yeah and I'm fairly sure he dyes his hair in this game it's implied anyway because he's got dark brunette eyebrows and as a kid he's brunette so I think this is bleached feathered hair is that actually implied or just through the kid bit I always thought it was implied just because the kid is very brunette and his eyebrows are brown. So I always mm. assumed it was just like a bit of a given. But then again, I mean, he never what, grows out any roots. So I don't know. I mean, good luck finding some hair dye in Bethesda, right? I don't know. Lulu's found some kind of like fashion designer who I'm sure could hook him up. And Seymour clearly has a hairstylist. So. Oh, well, yes. I mean, waking up every day to get that hair just perfect is uh, quite the feat. Exactly. I'm sure he has a whole hair team. So I'm sure teens could go and just like, you know, talk to them. We've already talked a lot about Final Fantasy X's worst dressed characters. So uh, (laughs) I think we should go to the next one. (laughs) Anything to get teens off of my screen would be great. So my final character is Van or Van, when I pronounce it, from FF12. This is so bad. So he's kind of, let me describe it. He's got this, again, I've seen a really common theme with guys wearing uh, like chest height crop tops in Final Fantasy series. He's got a silver and black crop top, which is open. Um, He's got a gigantic sort of necklace. He's got some kind of like patterned red fabric covering his midriff and a gigantic... Millennium Falcon shaped belt that goes on top of it to keep it on. <laughs> and then he's got these uh, black leather trousers. And on top of that, he's got metal boots, which go all the way up to the knee, like armor and matching metal gloves. It must be very uncomfortable. And braces with uh, blue gemstones in them. And blue gemstones is a theme in, in his outfit. He's got them on his necklace, he's got them on his belt. He's got another hair straight uh, carrying guy. He's got a uh, very straight. Well, it's not as straight as the other guys, but it's still fairly straight. Uh, and he's got uh, a triangular pointy chin. But the best part about Van is that his abs uh, go all the way up to his chest, as you can see in the bottom picture there. Um, they did they did fix that in the remaster. They made them more realistic looking. But I just thought it was really funny that his abs were, like they were drawn on almost. 
Um, they look so drawn on. And why do they go so high? <laughs> what is some kind of like muscle condition which gives him more pectoral muscles like all the way up his torso? Like it's so odd. He's um, just that strong. Yeah. Have you you played this game, right? You like this game? Yeah, I've only ever played it once a few years ago, so I've not played it in a very long time, but yeah. So it is a very good game, actually, and I love the battle system in this game, that with the gambits, it, it feels like a bit like an MMO. This and Final Fantasy X have to be the games in the series with the worst dressed characters. Not only do you have Van here, but we've got Penelo, and if you remember her, with her like wing thing on her back, and just a very odd outfit with giant boots again. Got Fran, who actually I actually love Fran, the you know the the rabbit character, yeah, and she wears that kind of like fetish gear with these huge heels. And actually, you can uh, Fran's race you can play as in Final Fantasy fourteen, and they start the game in a very similar looking outfit to Fran. Mm. And they've just added male. She's called the race is called Viera. They've just added male Viera to the game for the first time uh, since the rabbits were released three years ago. Yeah. So that's that's interesting. He said they uh, were giant ones too. Because there was a lot of call for them and there was uh, people drawing their own concept art and stuff. And in the end, Square Enix sort of conceded and they uh, they added into the game, but they made them really androgynous, which is really nice. So, yeah, what, what are your thoughts on, uh, on Van? I'm going back to Mr. Van over here. <laughs> oh, yes, Mr. Van. I mean, <laughs> the abs thing is amazing. The fact they go up so high and they literally look like they've been stuck on looks glorious. Have you noticed that before? No, I'd never noticed that before. <laughs> and then those metal boots where I don't know how he walks around. In order for them to be light enough to use, they must be made of like tin foil or something. <laughs> and then he's got that big metal necklace as well that just hangs on his bare chest and must bash against him all the time. And that giant oversized belt. And it's like, are you wearing this revealing outfit because you're too warm? Because the boots aren't going to make that better. You're going to be chafing for days. Not only can you not walk properly in those boots, but you can't pick anything up either because his hands have got metal gloves on them. <laughs> yeah, it, it's just awful. Now, I will show you a picture. If you add a shirt to him, he looks much better. Look at this. Same um, outfit, just added a white shirt. I think that's way better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that does look a lot better. It's kind of piratey. Yeah. Yeah, why did they not just do that? Yeah, I don't know. And I'll show you Penelo too, because you don't remember her. Was she the young-looking one? Yeah, yeah, she was Van's best friend. Look boots. at this. Oh, look at those boots. Look at her ankles. Look at what a weirdly small it makes her feet look. <laughs> she looks like she's got elephantitis. <laughs> and she's got these wings on the back. See these? Yeah. And, like, so you can odd. do that cute pose as much as you want. You look awful in this look at those wrist things <laughs> yeah that looks awful um and like that yellow we- thing that's like open at the back and ew. the weird thing about van and Penelo is that van is technically the main character in the game but he's not really like <laughs> he does the first like three or four hours and then he, he kind of gets replaced by someone else and yeah. there's, there's not really much reason for him to be in the story and Penelo even less so like she has a she has a a, st- a plot in the first few hours and that's pretty much it for the story for the rest of the game yeah it's um, true oh. right so let's do your last one then so my last one it, it's from a game you haven't played that we mentioned earlier but it's from grandia 2 
And have you seen any of the character designs in Grandia 2 before? Uh, yeah, but I don't really remember anything about it, to be honest. Okay, well, before I get her up on the screen, I want you to just remember that when I played this and I was about nine, I went to my mum and said, I would like to look like this, mother. I would, next time we go to the, the clothing store, if we could purchase apparel that looks like this, it would be much appreciated. And she looks like this. Holy fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did your mum say? <laughs> My mum was like, Charlotte, no. So I will summarise what Millennia looks like, but she's best to just Google and see what she looks like because she is quite something. So she's wearing giant purple boots with huge heels on <laughs> that you can't walk in. On we have little baubles on them, yeah, <laughs> and little white cuffs. She's wearing thigh-high red boots with little spiky bits at the top. And I'm going to now try to explain what she's wearing in her midsection, but honestly, it's it's going to be quite hard. She's wearing, I'm going to use the term crotch flap because <laughs> that is what she has. Once again, with little baubles on that hang piece down. Of cloth. It's just a piece of cloth. <laughs> and if you look at her from the side in the game, there's no underwear on the side of her exposed thigh. So that is literally just a flap. There's nothing underneath that. Good luck. She's then wearing like a see-through yellow frilled thing around her hips that hangs down the back. And again, you can see all of her thigh through the side of that thing. She's then wearing a purple corset that goes to like mid-chest. And then just... Uh, I'm trying to think how to describe the top half now. Like very exposed cleavage in like this like little frilly bra type thing. And then, Steve, what would you describe the red thing around her shoulders as? It looks a bit like a businesswoman's suit <laughs> from 1985, um, but modified by Marge Simpson to make <laughs> it more sexy. Um <laughs> It has two, it has four buttons on. It has very thin sleeves with uh, interesting cuffs. It's kind of like a waistcoat, but it's pointed. The shoulders. The shoulders are very 80s. I can't quite describe them. <laughs> this is something that if you're listening, not familiar with Millennia, you'll have to Google because they're very odd. Literally, um, it's it's a Google thing because she has these huge, massive, puffed up, pointed shoulder pads. And then it is like a cropped off waistcoat, but cropped in a way that only exposes breast and then ends <laughs> in points. And then has a hairstyle that is wider than her shoulders because it's almost like ginger hair wrapped up in this big frilled bonnety type thing. I thought that was shards of glass at first. Like she's exactly. wearing glass in her hair. Maybe it is. <laughs> Who knows? And then these big white like wing things that stick out the side of her head through her hair. And during this game, there's multiple characters who are like, what a beautiful woman. I'm like, what? <laughs> is what she? Is purple thing on her head as well. More a weird glass winged <laughs> bonnet. <laughs> I think is what that is. That is some drag queen hair. That is gigantic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it's so thick. And I don't believe it's real for a second. I'll bring you back to me going to my mum like, I think this looks nice, mother. Next time we're at 
next <laughs> could we purchase something like this and her being like no I do not think so I don't think we'll be purchasing any of this at M&S sadly if, if next M&S sold this outfit in like 2002 or whenever this was where would be where would we be even now where would, what would fashion be like now I mean I'd still be wearing it right every day to work did you, did you wear it yeah to work did you wear it to your graduation as well underneath your gown oh, yeah and occasionally like I'd flick the gown out just so everyone could see the stunning outfit <laughs> I was wearing underneath and I'd have my hair exactly like this Millennium Sorry, is the reason I'm ginger she, she is my inspiration oh I know just had Halloween, but uh, next year, could you do this outfit? <laughs> really I will do it. my very best. I'll or, see what I can purchase. At a minimum, the hair. As long as you go as bad, then yes, deal. Could you get your hair at the front like that? <laughs> Pointed upwards? I think my hair is just about long enough to manage the fringe and nothing else in this hair. Yeah, that's not real hair. She's ever wearing a wig or she's got extensions or something because no one's got hair like that. No, she sprouts wings as well, just to throw that out there. Oh, is she like a fairy or something? She's like a oh, it's a bit it's a bit complex and it goes into like the story of Grandia too, but she's kind of a part demon, yeah. Oh, interesting. And she's a party member, is she? She is, yeah. And what are the other people like in this game, dress wise? Are they are they also fun fun or are they uh so the female character, so there's two main female characters. There's Melania who looks like this, and then there's one called Elena who's meant to be she's like the good one and i'll show you what she looks like quickly because she looks also ridiculous but in like a nerdy kind of way oh god yeah this is what the other one looks like it's like um if there was a a job in the world that existed that was like a nurse clown (laughs) it would look like this with her puffed out blue shorts and this weird towel thing she has wrapped around her head with massive tomatoes attached to the end of them. And she's got like bread on for boots. That's literally bread. Yeah. It's a loaf of bread. Like, <laughs> it is, and long ribbon things that just get in the way all the time. Yeah, that's the wrapper that keeps the bread from going stale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so basically, these are the two female characters, and like the male protagonist is interested in both of them. I'm like, mate, ditch both. Find someone else. Everyone else in this game looks normal. Let me guess. She is the white mage of the, of the game. She is the white mage of the game. Oh, how could I tell? There's always well, a design, isn't there? <laughs> exactly. When we, I know at some point we're going to do an episode on white mages and I will be bringing her up. It's very stereotypical okay. when we do. <laughs> that was fun. That was do you, fun. Do you have any best dress before we stop talking about this? Yeah, there's a few I do really like. I'll just kind of rattle through them. So Joker in Persona 5, his metaverse outfit looks great. Yuna in her original outfit in Final Fantasy X, I also really, really like. Renoa that we mentioned earlier in Final Fantasy VIII. Mm-hmm. Aerith in Final Fantasy VII. And Yuri in Shadow Hearts. They were ones I'm a big fan of. That's, that's good. I, was like, uh, I should Google the Shadow Hearts one, see what that's like. He's not particularly interesting. I just think he looks quite cool. In, in Shadow Hearts 1 and Shadow Hearts 2. For my best dress, I put Sars from FF13, as mentioned earlier. Um, I put Ares, as you did too. Um, I like both her original look and her sort of a remake look. I think it's a really nice a dress she wears. And the, the again, I'm noticing a theme this episode of like little crop top things that go to the chest. It's yeah, very common in JRPGs. And then you're going to say, oh, you're bringing it up again. You're forcing me to play. Uh, Ishidan <laughs> from Yakuza Like a Dragon. Oh, bloody Yakuza. Uh, he's great. 
it's not a spoiler, but I'm, I'm going to tell you right at the start of the game, he has got like a kind of a, a shaved head kind of thing, very, very short cropped hair. And he decides he wants this perm thing that was popular with gangsters 20 years ago in Japan and with the Yakuza in Japan. Yeah. And he goes to someone who's like, oh, no one's asked for that for a long time. Um, I'll see what I can do. And she fucks it up and gives him like a giant perm. And um, he wears that with like a purple suit. Oh my God, it's magnificent. You're going to love it when you see it. So you say. (laughs) Uh, All right. So I hope you enjoyed that episode. What are we doing next? We are doing Charlotte's favorite game, Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne. Oh, bloody SMT3. Yes. um, I think we have a lot to say about it. I'm actually um, quite looking forward to doing this one because I do have a lot to say about this game. And I know we've been a bit negative, but I don't actually hate the game. I just think there's a lot of flaws in it. So we'll, we'll talk about that. I don't know how you feel, but I'll bring that up in the next episode. Yeah, Well, it was on your top 10 list, wasn't it? Like, Oh, God. I should go revisit that. Let's, let's redo the episode already. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, that was a bit, a bit premature, maybe, but uh, whatever. Um, <laughs> I have like top 10 of all time and top 10 current, I'll have you know. Oh, okay. They're different now, are they? I see. But yes. I just made that rule up. Yeah, I was going to say, this was not a rule before. <laughs> okay. So thanks for listening. If you like us, then please consider subscribing to us and maybe leaving us a review on Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us uh, at Mirth and Magic on Twitter. And we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.